For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. What is up, Thunder fans? This is Jerry, and you people are listening to Topic Thunder. What is up, everybody? I am here with my fire alarm that still does not have batteries because it is way too high on the ceiling for me to change it. Um, so bear with me as we uh, listen to the song of my people and that beep every so often. Uh, so we're here. I mean, it's officially, officially the preseason, um, which is almost the season. And we opened up against the Mavericks. Um, this is the first recap of the year and it was great to finally have some basketball in my life after, you know, the disappointing postseason we had, um, the highly dramatic and crazy off season we had, it was just great to finally get in some thunder basketball. Um, the game happened up in Tulsa. We do that every single year. So I hope any of the Tulsa listeners are in that area. Um, we're able to go ahead and enjoy them a game that they maybe don't get to go to all the time. Uh, gosh, like there was so much, you know, uh, emotion and feelings throughout it all. So I'm just going to get straight to the T-Bow. Do you watch Friends? Do you watch How I Met Your Mother? Then you should listen to How I Met Your Friends. Hi, I'm Kathleen. And I'm Julie, and we are the ladies behind How I Met Your Friends, the podcast that explores the similarities and theories of Friends and How I Met Your Mother. Every week, we watch an episode from each show and dive deep into the crossovers and catchphrases. So if you've ever noticed the similarities between these fantastic shows, come check out our podcast. You can reach us on social media at How I Met Your Friends Pod or email How I Met Your Friends Pod at gmail.com. All right, guys, so we all know the play that I'm going to start off with, not only because it was the first play of the game, but it surprised the hell out of all of us. Um, Steve-O Adams shot a three from the right corner with more than two seconds or one second left on the shot clock um, and made it. Like, not only made it, but he sunk it like he was supposed to do that. Uh, that got me amped up. I actually missed most of the first quarter and some of the second, not most, all the first quarter and most of the second, sorry. Um, but I saw that highlight and that was super sick. I saw all you guys talking about it on Twitter just because I was at work at the time. I was so amped up. Um, other than that, I mean, I really don't have a lot for the first and second quarters. Um, from what I caught in the third uh, 
was just a lot of effort and work. And even at the you know the end of the the second quarter, I caught I think maybe the last five minutes. Um, it just seemed like this team is all about doing the 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 stuff that nobody else wants to do. You know, really just going after loose balls. You know. Chasing that guy, you know, off the three-point line, putting a hand up in someone's face. It's just, they're always doing something. Um, it definitely looks like Billy has sort of flipped the offense over on its head. Um, a lot more dribble handoffs. I saw so many of those um, comparative to, compared to prior years i mean we probably did more in that one game than what we did in like the last two or three seasons um it just hasn't been something that's been a focal point of our game and i like the way that it's going especially with the personnel that we have um the other play that just goes and and just sticks with me throughout that game and i'm sorry that this tivo segment isn't as strong as some of our others um, it's been a while, but um, the the other thing that I took from this game as far as a play goes was Shea ends up doing something stupid on one possession. I forget exactly what it was. Goes down, plays great defense. They We end up getting the ball back. We go down. He gets a defensive rebound just by getting on the floor and just fighting somebody for it. And sometimes that's just what guys need to do. I mean, guys like that, that, that see that ball and want to go get it more than the other guy. You need a couple of those on your team, especially if you want to be successful. We got Steve. Um, looks like Shay's one of those guys too. Um, but he got that rebound. And I think you guys, if you watch the game, you know what I'm talking about. He gets on that left wing and there's literally like one second left on the shot clock. And this dude heaves it with just pure confidence. And it was just so amazing to see him just hit it and just go down the floor like he was supposed to do it. Um, I grew up playing basketball and I had a coach that literally said, act like you're supposed to be here, you know, act like you're a winner, act like you're supposed to make that shot. You know, um, that's half the battle is just believing that you can. And I love the moxie that Shea has, uh, a couple other weird things. We started out the game with that three point guard lineup um, I watched the game over in pieces and I don't know how I feel about that lineup just yet. It can score, but I don't know if it can play defense at a clip that we need them to for us to really stay in games. Um, other than that, like Ferguson looks like a freaking man now. He went from looking like a boy to a man real quick. Uh, Really proud of the work that he put in. Uh, You can tell. I mean, the confidence in his shot. He hit a corner three, and it was just straight up and down, just smooth. And you can tell he is just ready for this moment. He's ready to just grab it by the horns and take it over. Um, He started off the game, actually, pretty hot. I don't think he missed a shot until... God, it was either late in the third or in the fourth sometime. I don't remember exactly when, but um, he was like five for five or six for six to start the game. It was something crazy like that. Um, You can tell that between last year, um, 
sorry, they he was four for four, I believe. Uh, he and he finished the night four for five. But last year, you could really tell that um, when the confidence was there and when it wasn't. I mean, he came out with that swag, you know, on Monday night. He just came out ready to go, uh, kick ass and take names. I mean, he shot two for three from the three point line. Also, um, the one thing that I wasn't excited about was the free throws. He did go two out of four, but I'm hoping that's something that'll just come along as as the season goes along uh some other really cool points uh Danilo's fun uh I like what he can do and and uh, how he approaches the game on offense I'm still unsure about his defense I've always had something against Danilo because it seems like he's always hurting somebody he's like a Zaja Jr um and like there was a couple of plays where I was like, Danilo, you're trying to end a guy's career here. Um, but overall, on offense, the guy puts up easy buckets. You know, he had a really nice putback, um, or not a putback, I forget what it was, but he ended up taking a one step drop and just slammed it, you know, over, not over somebody, but pretty close to somebody. Uh, it's kind of sucky that he didn't really do anything else you know granted he only did play 17 minutes but uh he missed the one three that he took um he did get nine rebounds uh i'm just i'm still on the fence i i the jury's not out on me with danilo i've always just and this is since like way back in the day Denver nugget days i've always just had something against dude um I mean, we go through and, and we look at Dennis. You know, Dennis had a stupid, efficient night. Um, one thing that I could tell is Dennis... Dennis was really trying to pick spots as opposed to having to force spots, if that makes sense. Um, and I think it's because he was in the start role and he got 22 minutes, um, which is a little bit more consistent or probably a little bit higher than what he was used to with his consistent minutes last year. Um, it just didn't seem rushed. You know, he seemed like he was just in the groove, ready to go. Uh, and I mean, he took advantage of it. He had 13 points on five of six shooting, hit the one, three took, um, had six rebounds, five assists to one turnover. Like I'll take it. You know, if that's what I'm going to get out of Dennis, on offense i'll take that every single night uh we all know he has consistency issues so to be determined against the new zealand breakers uh the other thing that i really just was so stinking impressed with was chris paul i mean he really just tried to facilitate get people involved um maybe a little bit too much i mean he did have five turnovers um but that's kind of expected when you're a guy that um, is such a facilitator and you're on a new team. You know, you guys are all trying to figure each other out and it's a little bit different sometimes. Um, and they'll get used to, um, you know, Chris's habits and, you know, the things that he likes to do and, and vice versa. So uh, that's just something that happens. I'm, I'm not too stressed about it, but it was the way that he handled himself on the court and the way he was on the sideline. Also, he was still very engaged. Um, you can tell he's, he's doing what he needs to do to get these young guys up. Um, I just loved it. 
I loved it. Like the fact that he's the one that passed that ball to Steve-O on that first play of the game for the three. And like you could tell in his, you know, the way that that play broke out, that's what he wanted. Like he legit wanted Steven Adams taking that shot. And they ran the play to perfection to get him just open enough to put that thing up. Uh, the other big highlight that I just want to make is Darius the Chef Baisley. If that kid does not ooze confidence, I don't know what confidence is. That guy just... I think he's ahead of schedule in my head. I don't... Like, I'm getting mixed up on my words just thinking about the guy because he's so freaking confident. Like, he just... You can tell he believes that he needs to be on that court. You can just tell. He believes that 110% is willing to do what he needs to to, to get there. Um, I mean, he shot four for seven, 57%, but he made his only three-pointer, um, six rebounds, three assists, one turnover, a steal. Like, guy can fill up the stat sheet a little bit. Um, it really, really made me happy just to see how aggressive he is trying to go to the rim and then on top of that his ability to finish around the rim is i mean pretty good i mean for being a uh what 18 19 year old kid that hasn't played you know a form of this type of organized basketball in over a year to come out and do that in the nba i got a lot of high hopes for him um, a lot of high hopes. I cannot wait to watch him grow. And I'm really surprised we picked him up in the 40s in the draft. Um, so thank you, everybody else, for not taking him. Uh, another guy that I was just really impressed with, his, he didn't have a great shooting night, but he hustled his rear end off the whole freaking game and was engaged in defense. He was just trying to do a little bit of everything, was hammy. I mean, Hammy only finished with eight points. He was three of eight shooting. He didn't put up any threes. Um, but he had seven rebounds, two assists to one turnover and a steal. Like, with 24 minutes, like, all right. You know, that's progression to me. Um, really enjoyed seeing that. Um, the other guy, you know, that we sort of brought over from last year that was pretty important for us was Nerlens. Um, he only played 12 minutes, so I don't know what to think about him this year. Um, he didn't put up a three, even though he made us all believe that he may do it sometime this year, uh, according to the media day. Uh, he only put up three shots. He was one of three, um, and he had an assist. He really just didn't wow me. And I don't know if it was because he was lost or they were lost, and he was trying to make up for people, but it seemed a lot on defense. He was kind of all over the place, but I, I, I think that'll go back to the the mean here. I don't think this is something to, to expect from Nerlens. Um, I know Matt Tierney, you know, at prime Nerlens, would be devastated if we didn't have Nerlens on the team anymore um, or if he wasn't performing well. I mean, either one. So... We love you, Netherlands. We hope for better games. A um, couple of guys, you know, that we had last year also were uh, Nader, the MVP himself. He was just a train, and he had one speed, and that was go. Uh, 
Uh, he missed both his threes that he took. Uh, one of them was a good shot. The other one was not so much a good shot. Uh, yeah, I mean, he rebounded and, you know, got some people involved, but he also turned the ball over three times. So it's pretty indicative of, of what we had from Nader last year and what he's sort of starting off this year. I hope that that was just the funny game, you know, sort of like Nerland's. It was the first one. You were just being a little funny. Um, the other one was Deontay, man. <clears throat> Deontay didn't shoot much. You know, I think both of his shots pretty much came in the last couple of minutes of the game. Uh, but he found ways to impact the game, you know, a couple couple different ways. I mean, he was he got a rebound. Um, he had a steal. Uh, he had two turnovers. It happens. One of them was his fault. The other one was just not his fault. One of them was just a terrible pass. He played 15 minutes, but I said he shot one for two from from the line. You can tell he can move a lot better, and his footwork's... I I like his footwork a lot better. Um, It just seems a little bit faster. Uh, Then you got Moose. He played a whole eight minutes, didn't show up until like the fourth quarter. I believe it was the fourth quarter, maybe end of the third. But kind of yawn you know on that there wasn't really anything that made me excited about him it didn't you know he did some stuff he had four rebounds and assist and a steal but on offense he just it was just non-existent he was one for three from the three one of five total for the night um took a really weird shot in the middle of the lane and just totally miffed it um Devin Hall was another guy that you know got into the game um, the way he played, you would have thought it that he had some turnovers, but he didn't. He just made silly mistakes in other places. Um, I kind of expected that for the young guy. I believe this is his first true NBA game, so probably something that you know he was working through nerves and some other things. So um, keep working out, Devin. Hope to see you here sooner than later. Uh, and then lastly, who showed up in the game was our own Justin Patton the voice of the Topic Thunder crew. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but he shot a video for us at Media Day, you know, saying, hey, you're listening to Topic Thunder. Um, So shout out to Justin. He played five minutes. I don't know why, like, and I've always thought highly of this kid. I think we played against him a year or two ago. I forget where, but he played a damn good game for being a young kid. Um, I remember that, but he had two points. He only played five minutes. He shot three times in those five minutes. So, you know, whenever he had the opportunity around the rim, he was trying to get it. He had two rebounds, um, but he only played five minutes. Uh, the other guy we had was Dort. Dort was in there. Homeboy had to get him off a of three. Um, he is built like a little tank and, he tries really hard on defense. I mean, he had in three minutes, he had two personal fouls. Just to, if that shows you anything, like he was really trying to get that thing. Um, and he was just super aggressive. I mean, the guy got to the line four times in three minutes of play. So um, I expect him to do some things on the blue also, along with Devin um, and Justin. So, uh, but that was that was our first preseason game. I mean, we got the next one against the New Zealand Breakers. 
Um, should be a massacre um, on our part. For some reason, we play Pacific Rim. I don't know if that's even the Pacific Rim. That's what I'll call it. We play Pacific Rim teams, uh, like Australian teams, and almost lose to them at home. So we'll see what happens. Um, I know I'm just stupid excited about this year. Like, I finished watching that game, and I, you know, said this in my head. Man, I can get over the Russ stuff. And this is coming from the guy that, you know, legit cried tears while he was potting with the boys. Because <laughs> I was that upset, you know, in the moment. I was so sad. Um, but seeing these guys bust their humps, all really want to compete and and just go hard on every single play it gave me chills you know it it gave me something to believe in it gave me hope um we may not make the playoffs this year guys but we're gonna be fun hell we might make the playoffs but we're still gonna be fun so let's buckle up get ready for this 82 game ride we still got a few more preseason games, but we'll get through those, start this season out. Um, before I jump up off of here, I just want to apologize for the delay on the last couple of pods. Uh, we've all had crazy life stuff happen. Um, we're all trying to, you know, pretty much get ready for the long haul whenever the season starts. So we appreciate y'all's patience and understanding in these things. Um and as far as a preseason game, I didn't want to make a pod that night because I was feeling, like, really irrational. Like, I was going to say something stupid, like, oh, we're going to the ship, or what seat are we going to be, um, and really believe it probably in the moment. So I had to give myself a cool-down period. Um, so after that, I'm just excited. I hope you guys are too. Uh, it's Jerry, at Gerald Amir. It's been great. And thunder up. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.